Boom. There we are. We're live. We're live. But we're not really live. We tape. You do fancy live shit that goes out live. You're yeah. fancy, Bill. Yeah. No, I do some live stuff every every week. You're right. Bill Krakenberger's with us. You're with sports betting royalty here, Adam. That's, I know. You know that? I do. Okay. I'm pretty humble. I don't really don't. I know. People always say, hey, there's a legendary Bill Krakenberger. <laughs> Listen, I drive a Kia. I can drive any car I want. I drive a freaking Kia. Wait, that SUV I just saw, that's not a Kia. That's the brand new Kias. That's, really? Yeah, that's a Kia Telluride. Really? Yes. Yes. I am, I almost bought a Land Rover. I almost bought a Rover. And uh, for half the price, I figured I had that. There's no reason anymore. They got cars figured out. Like, yeah. All the car makers now make good shit. This car has too much stuff for me. Right. It has too much. I had, I had to have it turned off. I was like, listen, every time I drive on the road, this wheel's moving by itself because it's, it's seeing a crack in the road, and it's thinking I'm going over a white line. They had to turn that off. The, the rear thing, the, the, the brakes go on by themselves. There's so many things that this car has. They were too too cute, too advanced, you know? But uh, I love the car. For 45 grand, it's unbelievable. So what you're saying is that car does wants to keep the crack off the crack. Unbelievable. That's exactly right. It actually does. It wants to, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of cracks going on. Who knew? Yeah. Wow. So you were telling me your Thursdays are crazy. Today you've already done yes. two sh- tell tell the people. What have you done today? Um, what have you done today, Bill? Full full uh, podcast and and shows. I, I did this morning I do Vsin from which is uh, the uh, Vegas Stats Information Network down at the South Point uh, Sirius Satellite Radio. I did that for an hour this morning between 8 and 9. After that I did Bleacher Report in New York, which is a very good uh it's amazing. When I went to the Bleacher Report Studios in New York. I'm like, oh, who is this company? I heard of them, but I really don't know who they are. I can't believe what's going on with these places like oh Barstool and Bleacher. They're right across from one another, by the way. And um, I go into the studio in New York, and uh, I did a couple shows there already. And it's four stories, fifth, eight, it's it's eighth and fiftieth <laughs> prime real estate. Right. I go out to dinner with like some of the big executives, and they're paying like a they're paying literally a million dollars a month for rent. I'm like, wait a minute, and they have a basketball court for their employees to relax and inside the the office and I'm like how do you make money though you know and it's it's um they're betting on the future they're not making money they're right. betting on, on the, the future. future podcasting yes and uh uh Turner Turner Ted Turner yes he bought that bought them from these kids that started it up in oh. their garage for like 200 million he bought it in 2012 and you know now it's supposedly worth I guess billions right and the same thing with the with the barstool uh they bought it and and off someone that started that in his like garage or something, and then it became big. I, I just don't understand how they that's kind of, what we're trying to do here. It's a great that's, idea. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I, I actually was shocked when I went to Bleacher, and they they want me in there every Thursday, but I just can't be in New York and be here. Um, and, and we have a lot of fun. Uh, the podcast gets you know a lot of gets a hundred thousand hits. I mean, it gets right. one hundred and fifty thousand hits. But I, I it's um I, I just still even though I went to dinner with those guys, all those big executives, I still don't understand. I guess eventually in the future they're gonna make they have three hundred and fifty kids working there with backpacks on. Like I yeah, don't, they're walking around like <laughs> it's the new radio. It's radio on demand, really. So like the problem with radio is you only like a morning show or morning sports radio on ESPN AM station or whatever. You're only hearing it if you're in the car drive time now. I love that you just said. That's a great thing. I never have heard that. It's yeah. radio on demand. Right. When I can listen to it. Not right. when I'm driving to work. I just push a button and listen to it. Exactly. I love that. That's yeah. a great thing. Yeah. Um, I've been doing WFAN in New York, which is a really of course, famous. Of world okay. famous. Sure. Sure. Like people, like some, people out here don't know that. It's California. See, I repped baseball players back in the day, though. Oh. I used to own a PR okay, firm. A fan. And I had Chris Benson, who played for the Mets. Sure. So they always sure. wanted his crazy wife, Anna. So oh. I've been doing the fan yeah. a lot. It's cool. I love doing I tell you. Out of all the things I've done, and I've done ESPN Sports Center, and I hate to say this, I've done so many outside the lines and so many shows on ESPN. I was more excited to start doing WFAN in the yeah, York sure. than anything because yeah. I grew up with Mike and the Mad Dog. And oh, I grew yeah. up, you know, Man, being, yeah, sure. I grew up with these guys. So to be on the shows and be in the Mike Francesa studios and stuff, and he's retiring now in January, and hopefully my guy JJ After Dark, who does, the, hopefully he gets, he's getting an earlier position, and, and uh, Steve Summers, great guy. These are guys I grew up with. So anyway, yeah, it's. It's fun just talking sports. Now it's accepted. Years ago, I had to like keep it quiet. You right. Know? Years Couldn't ago, you were like God. a deadbeat, right? You were like the deadbeat bookie, not even a bookie. But that's they no, put you in that they, in that you know, clump. People think I'm a bookie. Still. Right. Right. People right, right. You must be a bookmaker. You're making money. You can't make money betting. <laughs> you know. And uh, but yeah, no. Um, 
to do that uh, and now be able to talk so freely because all these jurisdictions have sports betting now. Yeah. It's legal to bet sports in New York now. There's yeah. four casinos booking sports in New York. There's People don't know this at all. This will be a shock to most people. There's 18 different sports books, legal sports books in New Jersey now. You know, Just I, in Jersey? Just, just to tell you, in Vegas, I can only bet with six. By the way, it's going to be five. Canner's closing down. So CG Technology's closing. William Hill's taking over, who threw me out uh, for just for using my brain. Real smart. Um, so, so You're now, not allowed to win, Bill. No. Treasure Island and and uh, next door to Treasure Island, Circus Circus was just bought yesterday. Right. I'm sorry. Not, uh, the, A couple, the sports couple weeks book, ago. Well, the sports book was just bought yesterday oh. or, or Tuesday. William Hill taking over through those, too. So that, that takes another out away from me. So I'm going to have four places to bet. Legally here in Nevada. So when you say you only can bet at four places, right. are the other ones you're not permitted to bet at anymore? Yeah. Just because you won too much. Didn't even win a lot of money. I mean, um, you know, I, I just because just they don't like the action. They, I, I bet something minus five. The closing line is minus six or minus seven. So it moves a couple points. Where the smart sports book like Caesars takes my bet and they say, hey, Crack bet this. Let's over move it. So I bet something minus five. Instead of going to five and a half or just going minus five, minus 20. I know this is like, I should put it more into layman's terms for people. The point spread means you're laying five points to the other team. Um, so in other words, they, they have to beat them by five points in order for you to get, uh, by, by six points actually, in order for you to win. Five's a tie. So they over move the lines and they get people on the other side of the game. That's what you're really supposed to do. Guys at Caesars, take my bets. I'm betting 5000 a game over there. No problem at all. Um, all I want to bet is like 1000 bucks at a place like William Hill. Something smaller. Even 500 bucks. I would settle for. I'd rather not, but um, and they won't take my bets. I, I won not much either. I won like twenty five grand. I didn't win a lot of money from William Hill. And uh, but they throw everyone out, not just me. If you win, they're going to throw you out. That's just the way it is. Uh, and they're taking... They're, they they control Nevada. They control the United States. There's more William Hill outs than anywhere, more William Hill locations than any other sports book. Um, they're going literally viral. Every state, the the, the you know that, that that's booking sports now. They look to William Hill. Not only William Hill, the DraftKings FanDuel, but. William Hill is a big, uh, a big player in the industry, uh, but they only book losers. They only book suckers. So if you mm-hmm. want to be a sucker, an average Joe, and come in bet fifty bucks on your favorite team, and you know uh, your hometown of the Chicago Bears or the Yankees every day, and you want to overlay the juice, you want to lay two fifty on the Yankees when the line's really two thirty. They want your business. Now so. let me ask you. So what if unofficially you were to send you know me and Adam over here? Yeah, it's illegal. It's illegal. I mean, it's illegal to have you beard in. That's what it's called. You're bearding in for me. So you're Uh playing uh, for me. I'm going to be calling you up and and telling you, all right, John, bet this one, bet this, bet bet, whatever whatever it may be. And um, it's actually technically illegal. I I, I don't do it, but I know a lot of people that do it. Everyone beards in. Why not? And then sooner or later, we would get caught, right? Or caught maybe is the the, wrong word. Yeah, caught's the wrong word. Um, Because nothing happens to you. They just turn you away. Yeah, they call the sports betting police. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You're you lay, I'm going to tell you to lay three on a game. It's going to close when they kick off the ball. It's going to close minus four. Consistently, if you do that, which I'm going to do, uh, you know, because I try to bet everywhere. I have a team I have to get down for. So it's, I have to get down for, I have partners, depending on the sport, three or four guys. We have to make it feasible for us, three or four guys. So um, I'm betting five figures on, on games, you know, to, to, because it doesn't sound, I know it, it comes off wrong. I'm not risking five figures a game. When I bet ten thousand, I'll choose the number ten thousand. You use ten thousand you bet in ten thousand dollars on a game. My ROI on that ten thousand is about three percent. I hold about three percent on my game. So it's only a three hundred dollar profit. So I have to get as many ten thousand dollar bets as I can get because I know in the end it's gonna come back three certain Sports like college basketball now will come back a little bit higher, a little four or even five percent uh, in the end. But um, so I, I have to bet a lot of money to get down a lot. But and uh, why is it so so low? Because you have to save it bank- bankroll for no. Because that that's that's the biggest edge you can have. You know, people don't don't go by these charlatans and these scammers and snake oil salesmen <laughs> that are on Twitter under anonymous names saying that they hit sixty five percent and sixty eight percent. You know they're 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 constant. They're liars. You know they're. Uh, can you curse on this show? Of that's course. Totally. Fuck yeah. I, I don't really curse normally. But they're bullshitters, mm-hmm. um, you know. So there's a lot of people that say that, that they win more. Just like on the action show, you've seen this guy said that he won all this percentage and stuff. Well, season two, I like to put my own money up. Where uh, 
I, I have a collective, my group and I, I want to put a million dollars in cash up. We want to put it up first him. And uh, whoever wins, 10 games a week, 16 weeks, whoever wins gets the money. South Point hold the money. Gaming, uh, gaming, uh, The gaming board will approve it. Yeah. Um, we'll have a big press thing about it and stuff. And anyone that sells games, really, I'll challenge anyone. I, anyone, somebody, if you sell games and you say you win that percentage, let's, let's do a season-long challenge. So it'll be great if you beat me. You said this once before to me and Jake Ellenberger, who unfortunately isn't here, but that's yep. how I how I met you through my buddy Jake. Uh, but you said that to us at dinner once that you challenged uh, Vegas Dave. That's him, and yeah. and he wouldn't take no, it. No, he's not going to do it. No, of course not. No way. He'll be exposed more than he was already on action. If you watched, well, if you watch season one of action, you see what happened by the end. I mean, he was totally exposed. And to be honest with you, he could have got real lucky. I was kind of upset a little bit uh, when we filmed the show because I didn't know he was on the show. I didn't know he was on till the end. Till I went for billboard photos. We went to go do a billboard shoot, and they said, "Oh, Vegas Dave was just here with his Rolls Royce." I'm like, hey, "Why was he here?" Well, he was on the show. I didn't know. They never filmed me and him together, you know? Oh, wow. And I went nuts. I walked out of the photo shoot. I called the producer on the phone, and they were nice enough that night. The producer, the director, associate producer all called me on a four-way call, on a conference call, and said, Crack, calm down. Don't worry. By the end of it, you'll, you know... It could have went the other way, though. How about how about if San Diego beats New England and he looks like a genius and and he's not, you know, it, it, it could have went a bad way for people. And people get upset at me sometimes and say, "Well, why are you so concerned about it? why?" I'm concerned about it because that's what I live my life for. You know, my mother and father raised me. Um, we're products of our parents to be to give back and 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 to to do the right thing and and to you know you're not doing the right thing if you're showing someone you're not if you're lying to people. And I I just was bothered by it so much that um, I boycotted the the photo shoot. They were having a billboard in New York, one in New York, one in L.A. I boycotted it. I'm not I'm not going on no billboard with him. No way. You know? <laughs> and. When you are betting, you are you making most of your money from selling picks or from actually betting the betting. games? You, I just, just start, I, I just got into this. I just got into this crack wins app that I developed. I just developed it after the show. I said, you know what? Let me get the little guys that I'm, I'm getting thrown out or banned from all these places. Let me get the little guy that bets two, three, five hundred dollars a game. Let me give them a, 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 a an avenue to go to. Right. Why not let me do the work for you or my guys do the work for you? You get you work forty, fifty hours a week. Just go buy my go buy my stuff. You know. And like I said before, uh, I haven't mentioned this on no media thing at all. I haven't had a losing month since May. For the customers of Crack Wins. You know, I have not a losing month since May. I don't go on Twitter and brag, hey, I'm this, I'm this, I'm that, I'm 28 and 10. You know, I won these last month. I, won. I don't do it. I, my, trust me, my partners upset at me. They want me to brag about right, it. Right, because it would bit. get you more business. Obviously. I just don't do it. I just don't do it. It's not, it's not the way it's going to work. I'm, I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. I'm going to bet sports and make my living betting sports. I'm going to. Uh, uh, promote what I want to promote, promote on Twitter. I'll d- I do have in my tagline Showtime and Crack Wins for my picks, but I don't go on there like ninety nine point nine nine. I don't know. Everyone goes on there bragging about how they've done lately. You're not going to find that on my Twitter. Right. And, and and my Twitter is very active. I get fifty, a hundred thousand hits sometimes on stuff I put up there. But I think I get that because people respect me more. I have two billionaires that follow me. I mean, I have. Wow. You know, I'm not not bragging. I'm just saying. Yeah. The guys that respect me, guys that are, I'm, I'm respectable in my field. Um, I'm, I'm not going to turn it into a cheesy tout site. I'm not going to do that. And and by the way, 95% of my app downloaded. It's free. Download the app. 95% of it's unbelievable strategies, articles on bankroll management, articles on how I started, articles where I came from, and I write a weekly article on there also. So a lot of the stuff is, uh, and not only that, like the best of Vegas, where I where you should go when you come in town. I, I I write on a lot of good stuff, and it's and it's free. There is a pay section. It could be a little as fifty dollars a month, or it could be as much as you want. Everything for five hundred bucks a month. And what's the name of the app again? Crack wins. Crack wins. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. It's just an, and trust me, I put a lot of money into the app. I put a lot of money and a lot of time into it. Um, I'm, I'm actually proud of it now. And I'm, I'm starting to push it a little bit more, but I, I very rarely do. I, I just did WFAN the other night. I didn't even talk about it, not once. Um, I, I just had an open mic here. I figured I would uh, mention what I do. You asked me what I make money on. I make money... Terrorizing bookmakers, yeah. <laughs> and you're not going out buying the Birkin bags and sending oh. courtside oh, so Lakers. You, so you you know, so you guys know Vegas Day. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I follow him on. Oh a, yeah, I've never met him in person, but I I reached out to him when he 
made the the Kansas City Royals bet. That's when he got on my radar screen. Maybe right before leading up That's to that. That's how he got on everyone's radar screen. Right. And so I reached out to him. I wanted to shoot a documentary. I didn't know anything about him. Yep. You know, I just just what I see on Instagram. Yep. So I reached out to him and I congratulated him. I slid in the DM and I was like, "Hey man, I would, this is a documentary. Like this is a pretty interesting story. You know, what do you think?" So we spoke on the phone. And but I wanted him, you know. I just I was coming from a place of you just want a bunch of money. Yeah. Give me a budget and let me let me direct it and get some you know get some guys. So I wanted him to put up some money. You know, we didn't even talk numbers, but in my head I was thinking like fifty to one hundred k. Yeah. And let's like follow you around for X amount of days, yeah. months, whatever, and let's shoot let's shoot the journey of yeah. the next. You know, for Super Bowl now would be on to the next, right? Sure. And uh, he didn't want to put the money up. You know, he said, if you want, you can follow me around. But he said, I've been screwed over by a couple guys, which I believe, you know, whatever. I don't know. Um, so it, I did, it didn't work out. Um, yeah. So I've still never met him in person. Once in a while, we might send a text or something. But uh, anyone else that I've met that does what you guys do. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't, don't say you guys. I don't do nothing what he does. Okay. Yeah. You know, fair he, enough. He, and, and to be real fair. Yeah. You see how you said about the Kansas City bet? That's how everyone got him. That's right. how everyone knows who he is. What you don't know is the other tickets that he bought, the right. other futures. Because he, great marketing idea, yeah. if you're a scammer, to, have to bet all these different teams and only show the one that won. Right. It's great. Right. So you're buying one of the Reds, the Dodgers, the Mets, the Astros, and you're showing, hey, look at this, 25 to 1. You're not showing the other million dollars in losing tickets. Right. It's the biggest it's it, it's a great marketing idea. I lo- I, I mean what he did, I'm not going to say I love it. Um He's a great marketer, I guess, and that got him millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. I like that I can go to sleep at night and and I can not say I screwed everyone by giving out false information or just look at, you know, guys like me that watch that uh watch the action of course and I see he's using a free line service that everyone can get, a Vegas Insider free delayed line service. That's how he's picking his games. Oh, I like that one. Where I have a $600 a month Don Best live odds service that I use. It's basically like a like a day trading screen and my stuff is more analytics, algorithms, model-driven, stuff that's sharper than the originating bookmaker, that's what I go by, not by gut feel. Anyone can go by by gut feel. Right. Show me anyone on TV, on any network that's a winning sports better, giving out picks on TV. They're all talking heads. And nothing against them. Everyone loves doing that. I understand. It's fun. I'm not downing them for that. You can turn on ESPN. You can go over to the fan. and It's great. It's fun stuff. I understand. You want to get a little opinion by someone. Maybe you were thinking that way anyway. Well, now that opinion matched, and now you're going to bet something on it. Right. But don't ever think that these guys win. I mean, let's go back. (laughs) You guys are a little bit younger than me, so let's go back to uh, Jimmy the Greek. Yeah, of course. Jimmy the Greek, he used to give out his picks on on, on CBS on the the show, and you know him and Brent Musburger, and um, but he used to give out the Greeks' picks every single week, and uh, they were terrible. Right? They were terrible. My my, my father keep used to tell me, "Be like nine and seven, or like a right." My father eight used to eight. tell me, "Get yeah. the Greeks' picks for me. I want to know because we bet the opposite way." You know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no. It's it's just uh, when I see these things and think about these, and you know, it's wrong of me. Listen, it's wrong of me to down anybody. I'm sorry, but it's like my mother's. My mother used to say, "My mother, old fashioned Italian mother. She used to always say, I see red when she's mad.'" Yeah, and. Uh, you know, it's almost like get that way when I when I see Vegas Dave talking about these things. And but anyone that's accomplished or just a little, all it takes is a little bit smart, just a little street smarts that watched action. You could see the guy took all the money off his parents, and he's on the beach alone. He's actually a little bit of a sad. I actually, believe it or not, this is going to sound crazy. I feel a little bad for him. I felt bad for him, and I told John this. He was sitting at the Laker game courtside by himself. Oh, recently, with, recently with the bag, with the bag in the next, next seat. seat. Yeah, right. yeah, right. Yeah. You know. Let me ask you this. You sure. mentioned Vegas Dave. What about somebody like uh, Bill Walters? Okay. Billy's in jail. No, I know that. But oh, like, yeah. yeah, but just uh, genius. Genius. Oh, yeah. yeah. He had the best guys behind him. He had the Michael Michael Kent computer program system. It's a great thing to look up one day. You have nothing to do at home. It's a great 27-page dossier on him. Um, just put in the computer group, sports betting. Great 27-page story on Billy Walters, how he started, where it came from, the movers, the shakers in the business back in Vegas, back in Kentucky. Um, great guy. I have nothing bad to say about him at all. Love Billy Walters. Funny story about Billy Walters. The, there was an ESPN article where one of his runners stole money from him. Oh, yeah. Down at the I M- worked, M Casino. Yes. I worked with his with that guy's wife. Really? Wow. And I knew they had gotten divorced. It was ugly. But I knew the guy. 
that did that. Did he it go was, to jail? I don't know. Oh yeah, he actually did jail time. He did jail Billy time. Billy was so tight with the oh. governor and stuff. Oh, absolutely. You can't mess with Billy Walters, man. No, but no. Unfortunately, federally they wanted him, and that's why he went to jail for something non-sports betting related. Sure. He went to jail for stocks and uh. Uh, some other things. Or oh no, yeah, it was it was a food company that the chairman of food that he was playing with, and uh, you know Phil Mickelson could have helped him out there, the golfer, and then Phil Mickelson didn't. So in my eyes, Phil Mickelson is no good. Uh, mm. Something else. Yeah. So how long is he in jail for? He's in jail now for two years. So he's got another three. He'll probably get out in two. Yeah. He he used to own Valley High Golf Course, and I think he still does. Does so. he still? Yeah, yeah. Valley yeah. High, tons and, of real estate, tons yeah. of car dealerships. All started from sports betting. Yep. Wow. Yeah, yeah like uh, you know, I'm friends with Billy Baxter. He was an old time guy here in town. Billy Baxter is a very very sharp guy in the boxing business, in the sports betting business, in the gambling business. And uh, Billy Baxter, you know, told, tells me some great stories. When Billy Walters first came to town, he lived in his casita in the garage, basically, you know, and he went busted. He went, and then he built himself back up with these computer guys. And this is back in the 80s. Uh, and this this was developed in the, on the big old IBM programs in Monmouth College. So um, it's a great story, the uh, Billy's story. And I, I, I'm i a Billy Walters fan. I know a lot of guys don't like him. Uh, he's a very charitable guy. He was like Frank Sinatra. People don't realize how charitable Frank Sinatra was until he died. You know, he did a lot of shows for not for nothing and, and charities and stuff. Billy was very good to Opportunity Village here. Oh, yeah. He's good to a lot of people, too. I know people that are... I know people that owe him six figures and he just let it go he just helped a lot of people and see i knew him through walter's golf and through my years of being a concierge in las vegas and i never knew the sports betting side of it so wow. that he did it there was some sort of i think it was 2020 or some sort of yeah, 60 special, minutes or 60 minutes yeah. and i was just blown away i knew none of this yep. i just thought he owned golf courses. so when you see it you're like yeah. wow look yeah. at this side of him yeah i yeah. never knew that and i but i always felt the same way nice guy compassionate mm-hmm. You know, caring, always yeah. doing stuff for the community. So it was, it was yeah. shocking to me. Really good guy, and and, and uh, one of my really mentors, really to be honest with you, he he, he was a, a guy that's really respected his games. The guys that uh, he worked with. Uh, controlled the sports betting market. Whatever way Billy bet, that's the way the whole entire market bets. Now, to be honest with you, I can bet. I've had reporters from the New York Post. I said, just pick a game, any game you want, and they'll pick a game, and uh, I'll show them on the live odds screen from all around Vegas. I can move that game a point. Every single sports book in the world just betting a couple key sports books uh, because the accounts are so hot. Wow. Yeah. So uh, Billy can do the same to much, much more than me, though. Is there a sport that you're stronger in than others? Like, how do you how do you Stay so right now. College basketball. Okay, college basketball is the strongest. You know, if you think about this, uh, any given day. Let's do Saturday though. Saturday, these past two Saturdays, we had cross sports. We had college basketball and college football. Then you throw in the NFL and the NBA. So a bookmaker has to get literally. They have to get 150 lines correct. Whereas in the NFL, you just have to get 15 games correct. So. Um, Guys like me will exploit that, just like I said on action, using the smaller teams, the Mains, the Hofstras. The, I'm not looking at the Michigans, the Dukes, the big Notre Dames or whatever it may be. Um, so I'll look at some of the smaller schools, and I'll put my time in, and my team puts our time in, uh, more than the NFL stuff. We don't. Matter of fact, I don't even bet the NFL. It's just not something I bet. But yet everyone wants to know about it. That's what everyone wants. They all want to know, who are you on this weekend in the NFL? Um it's the most talked about, the most played. Um, however, the bookmaker can get the line right there much more often than they can on a college basketball game. So we, we focus on college basketball, smaller schools, smaller market stuff. So that's really the name of your game is is you're trying to beat the bookmaker that made the mistake oh, and yeah. he has the line wrong. That's that's. In a nutshell, something kind of- people don't realize. They think that, um, that like every single sports book puts up their own line. No, 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 no. There's one originating sports book. They put up their line first the night before. Every other sports book copies that line, and that's how a line is made. There's no quote unquote Vegas line. The line comes from San Jose, Costa Rica. Then it's copied here in Vegas and other San Jose books and other offshore sports books. Uh, one thing we do have here in Vegas now, though, uh, a friend of mine, Derek Stevens, downtown at the D. Yeah. Um, Golden Gate, now the Circa. Um, 
I love what he's doing. He is really taking charge, taking a lead. He opened up uh, this new sports book called the Circa. They're going to be at the new Circa location. Right now, they're at his other two locations, and they take bets first before anyone else in this town uh, on certain markets. They're actually putting up a line first on. They were putting up a line on college football before anybody else, before the offshore guys taking two thousand on it. I give them a lot of credit for doing that. They're going to lose money doing that in the end, but hey, they're building a brand, building themselves up. Uh, so they are competing with the offshore uh, market for sure. Now, do they consult with someone like you on the line, or no? You're like kind of the enemy, they right? Have a great, they have a great internal process. They hired some of the best line managers in town, guys that even the Westgate, they have very sharp guys that work there. They all sit in a room just like this, a war room or a battle room, and talk about what this line should be over, what team A should be over team B. And that's what they put up there. They take a bet. Now listen, yes, they're wrong. Absolutely they're wrong a lot. They take a bet and they'll move that line from those sharp designated accounts they know that are firing at them. Especially like right now, college basketball totals, hottest thing there is in the market. Sportsbooks wouldn't even want to book them if they had no, no choice because uh, they can't beat that. So think about it. You're putting out 150. There's a hundred and some games on Saturday. You know, now you got to put out the totals. That's a hundred more totals. They just can't get those right, and they they're limited to a smaller amount of money. Uh, we exploit that that business with that market, and uh, you know, I say exploit. Yeah, that's probably too strong of a word. You know, we, uh, we 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 bet, and and they should move their line when I bet. Some of them do. Some of them move two points after. And I that's bet. there's just because there's more people. There's less people that want to bet on. I'm gonna screw up the teams, like because sure. I don't really follow college. Yeah, like, like Maine, l- l- yeah. right? They don't yeah. want to bet on Maine yeah. versus Rice. Nobody yes. gives a shit, right? And so right. that's they, they bet, where the opportunity they bet is. Duke, Michigan, or right? Whatever. Yeah, right. Yes, yes. Notre Dame, the big schools, uh, but yet they they book those other sports and, and those other teams. So uh, as long as they book them, we're we're gonna bet them. And what about like WNBA then? I would think that's WNBA. a gold mine then, right? Yes, yes, yes. We actually, for a while actually, there was only eight teams. Uh, we actually had someone in each stadium that was uh, you know, showing what really was going on before the game. It's 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 good to know that kind of stuff, like what's going on. And to be honest with you, um, there's a lot of other little sports like WNBA that will have some inside information. For a while, we had NASCAR information that was unbelievable. We had someone at the track timing the the laps with hot tires, not not just the the, the prelims that you look at and, yeah. and, and to, you know. So the hot tires is the best thing because it kind of melts into the pavement and, and you could see really what cars are doing good. But now they're it's so hard to beat NASCAR now compared to years ago. Yeah. They have it down, uh, you know, the pit crews and stuff have it down pretty pretty good. It's really hard to beat. Like years ago, it was actually one of my bread and butters was NASCAR matchups back about ten years ago. I have bragged about you on this show a couple of times, oh, cool. and I hope it's okay. Yeah, of course. But I gave away the, uh, I was blown away, it's so silly, Super Bowl halftime show information that you gave Jake and I before. Yes, on like... what song? I got the I got I got the guy what in the stadium. What song? Maybe so, yeah. Lady Gaga was going to open with yes. a halftime show. I think oh, it was yeah. Lady Gaga. The and length then, of the national anthem has always been my favorite. Like you, uh, or one year, um, who was it? Gatorade. Uh, the Gatorade color. I also have another band. Um, Coldplay. Coldplay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I yeah. had that. Yeah. Yellow. I know you had that. Yeah. Security guards. I mean, I had the security guy in there watching them practice every day and telling me they acapella. They come out in acapella yellow for the first song. So the sportsbook put it up and they put it up for five hundred dollar limits. I bet it thirty. 38 times, something like that. I, I bet, yeah. you know, I bet like literally. There was like two to one or something, Yeah, I bet right? almost 20 grand on it, the, on yellow. And it started out plus six to one, plus four oh, to wow. one, plus three to one, plus two to one. Then it stayed around two to one for a while, to 150, 180. And I kept on betting 500, 500, 500. Yeah. And then, then they come out and they acapelloed yellow because, I mean, how can they not? They, right. they, they were practicing all week. So I'm not cheating or anything. I'm just right, using right. my information, sure. just like the Gatorade. I That's... knew a color. I knew a color was in both sides of the jugs this year. I knew, you... I knew what New England <laughs> Yeah, you, yeah, you told we were. I don't know if you remember me, you and Jake were eating at Mr. Lucky's at the Hard Rock, and oh. you told us this. Yeah, uh, about yellow. You must and think so, I'm nuts. Probably. No, no, no. Are you kidding? Oh. I'm calling my fucking friend in in Detroit because yeah. I know he knows all the bookies out there. I'm like, yeah. dude, you gotta get like figure it out. Ten grand, <laughs> ten grand. Oh, yeah. It's gonna win. We couldn't get it in. They yeah. wouldn't take it. A but, lot of the books won't yeah, take it, but, yeah, yeah. but there were some big sports books <laughs> offshore that took it. And That's now amazing. New Jersey, I couldn't believe what I did this year. You know, we filmed action last. I was. New, I was in New Jersey for Super Bowl, and they had on uh, DraftKings at Resorts International. They had 
the color of the Gatorade. I was like, oh my God, this is unbelievable. I got both. I know both colors. So I'm like, this is going to be unbelievable. And they're like every color, yellow, red, pink. And I know it's going to be blue or clear. That's what that, that, that was in the jugs. Blue on one side, clear on the other side. And literally kept on betting. It was only 300 bucks, but I kept on betting 300, 300, 300. And you, got, you know, get down like five grand because once it becomes too low, you have, to, I don't know who's going to win the game. So you can't take you know less than two to one, or else you're, you're you're breaking even, or you're losing money. You know, um, but anyway, um, yeah, it, it was it was uh, it's amazing to have that information. You mentioned the Star Spangled Banner. Um, that's really simple. It's almost common sense. You just go to YouTube and research whoever's singing every single time they sung the national anthem, wherever they were. Um, that's what I meant, national anthem. So anytime, Christina uh, uh, Aguilera, um, I, I had her down from when she was a little kid singing to the night before at a hockey game and then but the mistake she made she forgot one word i was under by seven full seconds she forgot one word and no one paid me yeah because because you have to get every single word oh, of no. the national you know she has to sing it's, the it's so anthem tedious so. of getting now 500 300 500 300, all these different sports books and then yeah yeah she we that's a it's a good story no one ever asked me about that but i'm telling you right now isn't that amazing that's that amazing. i got it down i bet all these different places and they all said sorry you don't get paid because, because technically she, missed she didn't word. sing the song right she, well, yeah, that's she, like missed, a she missed one she missed like the word the you know like a little simple word oh. and because of that because of that yeah, they, and there's nothing I don't you lose can the do. Money. They just give you your money, money back. back. Right. Yeah. If if you don't, uh, both sides get their money back. So, wow. uh, yeah. There's it's you know another thing too. I'll tell you about teams, um, socials. Reading. Uh, I have a guy that just reads Instagram and reads Twitter and reads their socials. People love to talk about themselves or their teams. Um, so it's not just the coaches, of course. It's the assistant coaches. It's the trainers. It's the players themselves. It's the backup players. It could be anybody talking, giving little tidbits of what's going on with the team that day. So you can find out more stuff just reading socials than anything else and doing any handicapping. Just an interesting thing. you know. It's like, yeah. Maybe I'm not, my leg's hurting a little bit, guys. You know, whatever. Right, right. Yeah. And when you bet on a, an a event, do you actually sit and watch those games? Never. <laughs> yeah. There's no sweat equity to me. Yeah. I got, I don't know, today's a small card. There's only six games on the card. I probably got 50,000 in action tonight. I, I was just gonna going to ask, what's on. an average day for you action-wise? Uh, on the weekends? Yeah. Uh, seven figures. Yeah. Seven figures? Oh, yeah. You gotta. You have to have seven figures in action. You have to. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> in order to make a, a living, you know, again, just going back to that 3%, though. Think about it. Let's say I have a million dollars in action, and um, you know it comes back a two and a half percent return for the day. So I've made twenty five thousand. I have to split that with four guys now. Uh, you pay taxes on it. We're very legit. You know, I pay a quarterly estimated tax. I pay an end of the year tax. Um, uh, you know, you have to. And, and and by the way, how about if that day you didn't get back the return of three percent? How about if you lost two and a half percent or lost three percent? You know, during the week or during the month, uh, during the quarter, especially. Never had a losing quarter. Never had a losing year. That means, of course, um, you have to get a lot of money down. The dollar amount times the X factor of the percentage, depending on what sport it is, equals the dollar amount that that, that we're going to make. So, um, but you know, you have to bet percentage of bankroll. You know what Bill Krakenberger started out with? 1000 bucks. I was working two jobs, regular guy, um, working two jobs, and uh, someone called me in Atlantic City. This is a make this is gonna make this for a long podcast, but no, it's, it's okay. Go, it's go, a great go. Story. Uh, I got a call from someone and said these games in Atlantic City at the uh, the old Golden Nugget when it used to be it was Bally's Grand, the Hilton yeah. Golden Nugget. Uh, they had this bank, I've been there. this bank of machines, and the bank of machines was uh, something was wrong. He knew he didn't know what it was. He knew this blackjack machine something was wrong. So I go down to Golden Nugget two in the morning, driving from all the way up in North Jersey. Two in the morning, I see this bank. I know it has to be that because the whole place is dead. It's like a Tuesday night at two in the morning. No one's there except for these twelve people on these bank of machines. So sure enough, I waited it out. I waited out. Just, it's unbelievable how this happened. Luck of uh, amazing luck. I sit down in the seat that opens on the end. If that seat doesn't open, Bill Krakenberger's a regular nine to five guy working two jobs or whatever it may be, trying to save for a pension and save to pay a mortgage. I mean, uh, sat in that machine, guy next to me. 
tall, six foot seven, really long, lanky hands, kind of geeky, and you could see he's very, very smart. He's cupping the quarters. By the way, there was no uh, there's, there's no <laughs> tickets. No tickets. Yeah. I remember those you days. The cupping to, the quarters, and you'd have buckets yeah. to put them the in. Buckets, yes. yes. We, as a matter of fact, one of the big things was not to let the hopper. You try to build up the credits and then get a hand pay. You don't want the hopper to en- empty. The hopper was where the coins were, and uh, he was cupping them. He had the way of snapping the rack, the, the roll of quarters. Like uh-huh. I was like, wow, look at this guy. I still don't know what I'm doing now. I know that this guy on the phone told me you go down there. And uh, by the way, this guy was in jail, believe it or not. Guy was in jail. He heard it for someone else in jail. That's how... That's how I knew the about it. The guy that called you was in jail. The guy that reversed the charges and every week I put twenty bucks. <laughs> I put twenty bucks a week in his commissary account every single week. Um, just text me by the way. Um, twenty bucks a week in his commissary account. That's the guy that changed my life. And, wow, and, and, that's and, awesome. and see how things come back to you. Uh, here I am, you know, working two jobs, trying to trying to save money and hustle money, and and giving him twenty bucks a week didn't matter, you know, for years. By the way, um, and, and he gave me that little hint, and by going down there. Sitting down next to this guy, he told me what was going on with the machine. I still have no idea. I'm there playing. I'm there playing. And he said, uh, you know, you should take the insurance because that's the game. That, that's the edge on this game is the insurance. So now I'm still thinking, looking. I'm still looking. And now I realize what happened. It's only a dollar a hand, by the way. It's the max bet's a dollar. One little grocery dollar. So, um, by the way, I made 6000 that night. And the next day, we all got thrown off the machine. I didn't call out of work and everything. Six grand I made that one night. So, um uh, six times my bankroll. So now I'm seeing what he's doing. I'm doing the thing. Now here's what happened. Let me just tell you. Every time you got dealt a hand, you have an option to surrender. And normally, you get half your money back. So if you have 16 versus 10, it's a good surrender. Hit the button, you get half your money back. Oh, not on these machines. You get the full dollar back. So if you don't like your hand, just start over. I mean, you know, so basically, just to let you know, 18 is a losing blackjack hand overall, long term. So if you didn't, if you had 18 or less, depending on what the whole cards was, if you have an you have an eight up. I'm sorry, you have an 18 up versus dealers uh, 10. You surrender. Get so the dollar your money back. back. Get the dollar back. Start over. By the way, you're getting three to two on blackjack. You can double. You could split. You can. I mean, it was an unbelievable opportunity, and uh, they 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 caught us the next day. I guess if you want to say caught us, and uh, yeah, they they threw us off of the machines and took our points away. We had the like, comp points. They took our points away, and uh, I don't know. They just you know they 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 frowned upon it, but. You know, listen, the casinos are robbing everyone at 2, 3, 5, 8% anyway. So what? We got a 5% edge, you know, 10% edge, whatever it may be. I don't think I was robbing. I was like a, almost like a, you know, I just felt I was doing exactly what they were doing to the customers. And that's why casinos don't like me to this day. I talk about things things on air. I talk about how to get edges. I talk about blackjack card counting. I talk about hole carding. Uh, I talk about doing things that are, you know, you're just taking advantage of. It's like, listen, it's like... Uh, it's like a lion going around a casino looking for weak gazelle. That's the way I look at it. When I walk through a casino, I don't walk through a casino to gamble. Just go to your local casino here next time you're out. Just listen to what Bill Krakenberger tells you here. Look at the people. They're victims. They're smoking. They're going. And it's it's just so much negative energy. You say to yourself, that this person, they shouldn't be gambling. They don't. They they really can't afford to gamble. But that's what the casinos live on. These people that shouldn't be. You know, you go into the credit card by the end of the night because they're looking to get another hundred or two hundred. You think the casinos want me to be saying that kind of stuff? No, I'm the mortal enemy. I am. I'm kryptonite. They don't want me saying that, but that's what I live for. It's all with my parents trying to give back. I'm not trying to be cocky or arrogant. I'm trying to tell people to smarten them up. I'm trying to smarten people up. Don't be playing Keno when you could play 1% video poker or half a percent video poker. Why would you play Keno? I mean, why would you give them 20% on a game or 25% on a money wheel or some stupid game when you could be playing a low hold game where you can your money lasts longer, you get comps, you got have some fun maybe. Uh, you know, why should you be playing bad games? So I try to give out the good advice and of course Casino operator is not going to like that very much, but some do respect me. But uh, overall, in the end, um, you know they 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 don't want me giving out that kind of stuff. But you want to know something? It doesn't matter because no one's going to listen anyway. Right? Everyone doesn't care. Right? They want to be pat on the back. They want the they have the ego. They want to be the ones to say, "Hey, I cracked the code." In the end, it doesn't matter. You know, my father said something to me that was great. I used to take him to Lenox. He said, "Dad." 
play this video poker game. It's a 99.5% game. It's only half percent hold. And he says, well, you don't get uh, four aces. You don't get no bonus on. I, I, like, <laughs> I like playing double-double bonus where you get, you know, with a kicker, you get, you know, you get, oh, okay, that's a 96% game, that 97% game. So, you, you know, over the long haul, you're, you're going to lose a lot more money than you're, you are in the 99.5% game. And he said something to me. It's true. You know, son, I love you to death, but you take the fun out of gambling. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun anymore with the way you do it. And he's right. So, I, so you know, my, my my mom passed recently, and I never told her what to do. She, mom, play anything you want. It's two hundred bucks, three hundred bucks. Makes no difference in my life, mom. Have fun, enjoy yourself. Just like someone going to the movies, going to a theater, going to shopping, going to a show, going on vacation. It's just uh, as you know, secondary money. You have fun with it. So. Um, if you want to have fun with it, I understand, but I'm going to tell you the right way to do it. It may be the boring way, but I, listen, you, you have an allergy to money if you're not listening. Do you consider what you do gambling? Uh, I'm the gambler that gambles without gambling. Yeah. I love it. Well, yeah. I love that lot. Yeah. 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 No, so, I just, you know, the guy in jail gave me, the guy was in jail. He's going to hate that I said that because uh, he had, you know, he's out of jail 26 years now. Uh, but yeah, he's the one that gave me that moniker. Yeah. So go back to Blackjack real quick. So yeah. are you saying if you get dealt an 18 and yeah. deal shows a 10, just give it up? Well, in, in on, on this particular game that okay. was that was giving you uh that was giving you the money back. No, not in regular blackjack. Oh, okay, no, okay, no, no, okay. no. Not not in surrender blackjack, no. Um the uh I'll, I'll give you the best games to play in blackjack. Double deck blackjack. Mm -hmm. Uh I'll give you a simple little thing. Just now you know there's double deck, so you know each deck has four aces and four fives. Yep. So there's eight eight aces and eight fives. Just keep track of the play double deck. Make sure you get three to two. Make sure you can double after splitting. Yep. Very important. Um, but just uh, keep track of the aces and the fives. The five is the most important card for the player. No one knows that. What do you mean, Bill? The five is the most important card. Sixteen. When you have sixteen, I guess yes, the, the ten. five is the most important card. So the more fives that are out, the deck's going to be richer in aces. So uh, the more if you just count double decks and just looking at if there's three fives out and no aces, you know you could bet a little bit more because you've almost turned a house edge. Around, uh, you know, Travis, can I get a piece of paper? And oh yeah, please. Like write, <laughs> yeah. this down here. Yeah, no, there, there's a. Uh uh, you know, I, I look at games so different than everyone. I walk through a casino and look at it so differently than everyone else. And it's just, uh, I now don't get me wrong. Bill Krakenberger will tell you right now. As a kid, I, I was a sucker. I, I went broke when I was 16, 17, 18 years old. I owed bookmakers. I owed. I, I, I mean, I was just like you know anyone. You know. Sports betting is a rite of passage in New Jersey and New York, growing where I grew up. Mm -hmm. I mean, we just do it because it's just, just you have to do it. You have to have action. I used to pitch quarters behind a post office. I used to play head-to-head -head blackjack. I worked on a boardwalk. I grew up on a shore boardwalk town. We gambled every night. My whole life was gambling. I, I'd rather have, I'd rather hang out with gamblers than a bunch of broads. I was nuts. So, uh, um, yeah, that, that's what I did. I grew up as a sucker, and, and Frank sharpened me up. Um, my buddy Frank, he was the head of the cart. By the way, it's amazing that guy I sat next to. Imagine how smart this guy is. He was the head of a cart count team working for a casino. He worked for resorts. He was the head of their cart count countermeasure department that oh. spotted count card, uh, card counters. Hmm. But yet on the side, he was out taking advantage of all the advantages that he can get himself to. That's just hilarious. It's unbelievable. Frank is, I love Frank. To this day, um, I, I still keep in touch with him. I brought him on action with me for a little clip from Atlantic City. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it, it, it's, a, it's a fun life. I like that I don't, I don't have to punch a clock. No one tells me what to do. Um, but I have to go home and take the clown makeup off at night sometimes, too. People think a lot more of me than they do. People think a lot different of me than they do. You know, there, there's ups and downs. And, you know, I've been screwed out of a lot of money. A lot of life-changing money I've been robbed out of. You know, For, in, in what well, way? Partners and, oh. and, and, and bookmakers. And, you know, people just don't pay you. It's right. people, how many people every day, uh, you know, I try to learn from it, but will step over a hundred dollar bill uh, to grab a dollar you know you, you're gonna make x amount of money with me a year fifty thousand a year or you could steal twenty one thousand and not make 50 for the rest of your life but never right. see me again i mean it's happened a dozen times a dozen a dozen um i'm a little too soft on things i, I don't um follow up like i should on things and i uh i probably get taken advantage of too much a little soft guy and try to help everyone did you probably have less stress though because of it no i have a lot of stress I have a lot. Believe it or not, I mean it's it's not not that I have a lot. I shouldn't say that. I have a lot of stress um, uh, currently because of the media hype and doing all these kind of things. Not protect, not this show. I'm not saying that. Don't right. get me wrong. No, no one listens. But so of course, there's I no. don't like. I don't like. I'm gonna retweet this. I don't <laughs> like scheduled pressure. So, <coughs> excuse me, guys. I don't like scheduled pressure. And um, 
Is this me? It's not this me. is me ringing. My that's ringer's you. on in the middle of a show. Oh. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's you. Wow. Unbelievable. Sorry. That's oh, no big deal. I turned off my phone. Yeah. Um, we all did. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, do you still play? Do you play Blackjack too? If I'm allowed. I'd rather have. Now that I can do with you. That you can go in, and I could be tapping you on the back a little bit when we should bet more money. Really? Oh yeah, I love doing that. Oh, we might need to. Well, you get thrown out though. I will. Oh yeah, they're gonna they're gonna say. You know, they they have great technology though. These casinos now. There's a casino corporation in town now that has the most unbelievable eye scans in town here. And as soon as you walk out of your car from the parking garage, it scans your eyes. So right away they know if you're in the casino. So I can I have to really watch myself when I'm in that in that company just because of the blackjack. But I don't want to play blackjack. I want to play. I won't play blackjack in a casino. Why? I'm only gonna get thrown out. I'd rather be going go to eat and go to drink and you know i say drink i don't actually drink alcohol but i'm going going out and you know, just hanging out with my friends there or something something's going on someone's coming in town or going to a show or a dinner uh but yeah they they have the the greatest technology in some of these casinos it's amazing really oh yeah and uh, what about like a I'm cruise the, ship could you, could you go on a could you go on a cruise ship and play blackjack is a little different there i don't like, know if I, can, I have add terribly Terribly, terribly. I get free cruises every year for being a seven-star member, for being a member of casino thing. I don't take them. I've never been on a cruise because I don't know if I can be confined to a ship and not have my Have you internet. been on one ever? No. Oh, dude. No. You're blowing. <clears throat> it's incredible. I, I get free ones every year, too. Free, I get three or four of them every single year from casinos for can free. Can you gift those to I people know, that I you like, I can give them away. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, I get opportunities to go on them all the time, too. Uh, casino hosts say, hey, there's some great, by the way, that's, a, that's a, almost another show. There's some unbelievable opportunities out there for guys that that gamble big. So you can literally put in like if you put up fifty grand, they'll give you like twenty five hundred walk in money, pay for your airfare, pay for your room, pay for your food. Um, so there is a lot of good opportunities for things like that. Cruise ships, especially, I can get so many free cruise ships, not the ones the casinos give away, just because they call and market me. Right, hey, I can get you on a cab and get you a beautiful, you know, uh, suite on a cruise. I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can stay. How about a uh, trip to Atlantis? Ba- I've been there. Bahamas. Oh, yeah. <coughs> Love Atlantis. Oh, yeah. I've been to Atlantis. One of the toughest places to get comped in the world to get free rooms and right. free food is the Atlantis. Uh, but I do. I get free stuff. I got opportunity. My mailbox is full of it every day, my, my email. Um, the Bahamar over there. I just was there about a month ago. Wow. Man, they built the win at the beach. The guys there. Think about this. They spent over $4 billion with a B. $4 billion on a casino. Wow. Nowhere in this town is billions. No. Like that. No, that, that two Baham- is like the max here, right? Yes, yes. That that Bahamar is really nice. Nicer wow. even than Atlantis because I love Atlantis. It's nicer than the. It's all. It's all new. It's all. It's all marble and and, and great restaurants and great. It's really really nice. However. I still like the Atlantis the Cove, for one right? thing. I stay at the Cove. The tanks and, I like and the, the, the wildlife. I, 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 I do. I Me like too. That. I go out to that beach. I'm not a beach guy. Me neither. But I go out to that beach there. They got their own beach out there with their own. I mean, uh, I put a pair of goggles on. I took my nieces there recently, and like you know, you see these uh, all these fish out there. It's so cool. Yeah. I absolutely love it. The water park there is fantastic, right? But the rooms are old. They're beaten down. The place is old. So they're gonna hopefully they on the cove side stuff. too. You feel like not not okay. so much the cove. The cove is, but you know, I don't know if you know people can afford seven hundred a night. Right, for a right, room. right. Uh, but yeah, I, I stay at the cove, and 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 it's I, I get yeah. it free. I, I have my host there, Joseph Vino's his name. He puts me up for free at the cove. Every time I'm there, he gave me two rooms: one for me, one for my family, my my, my nieces, and 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 you know, stuff the water park every day, and that and that beach. I I love I, I love the Atlantis. I do. Uh, the casino's kind of beaten up. And, and so now, but, when you're there, you are playing blackjack. What are you playing? No, I cannot have to play blackjack. Oh, so no. you, what do you play? I should show you my email. Crack. Don't forget, no blackjack. They send me right before I come down there. You bet on sports while you're there? Can you? Um, William Hill's down there, so I can't bet on sports. So either. what the hell do you play there? Slots and shit. And they still um, want you. I'll play uh, a little bit of video poker, but I kind of don't trust the uh, video poker outside the United States. So I'll play a little bit of video poker. Uh, I'll play a slow-moving game. You know, this is a great thing to do. You could play a slow-moving game with, with less decisions. And get um, comp point, more points? Yeah, let's play a slow-moving game. Like, like what's a slow-moving game? Maybe in like a slow-moving roulette table with a lot of people there. Uh, maybe a slow-moving baccarat Roulette game. gives you a very high uh, rating, best, right? The best theoretical right. roulette out of the table You games. like that I know that? See, I know that. Excellent, excellent. Know that. And I'll even teach you a way to get much more roulette, uh, much more Theo, 
without putting a lot of your money at risk. And it looks like you're betting a lot more. So you're going to get a $2,000 average bet when you're actually risking about 100 to 150 bucks. Because you're betting red-black kind of thing? You're, betting, you're, not betting, you're not offsetting with red-black, but you're offsetting. Yes, you're right. Got it. See? Okay. Hey, you're off- I'm offsetting. Right track. Maybe first I've 12. a little degenerate in me, Bill. The first dozen, second dozen, and some of the numbers there, you're offsetting. They all think you're betting big money. You're really not. Every spin, you're. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. It's uh, it's something that the casinos don't like me talking about. That's for sure. I like uh, this is probably because I was a lousy student. Uh, so not video roulette. It's a hybrid. It's video roulette, but yep. with a real wheel and a real, real ball. ball. Yeah. I really like that because yeah. then when you're betting, you see the offset because it shows you what you're going to win when yep. each of your bets yes, hit. Yes. And so it's like easier. For to, some reason, and yeah. don't worry. I've tested this out yeah, in many yeah. casinos. I don't know why that does not give you the Theo that it gives you on regular roulette. Bastards. It's terrible. They give you it gives you like slot Theo instead of roulette Theo, which is the really good. And um, I learned Theo's something theoretical, which the casino comps you by how much they can theoretically win off you. I learned something the other day at Caesars. If you hit, let's say you put fifty bucks straight up on a number, mm-hmm. and you hit at that, yeah, taxes. Well, you're gonna you're gonna get. Uh, you're talking about at the no. That's not not at the tables. You're talking about in not the, the tables at the, at the video, video one. one. Yeah, because so, it's slot rules, not so table it's, games it's, rules. It's slot rules, so you're getting eight with eight seventy five or eight twelve hundred. If it's over twelve hundred, right? So so right. No, so so yeah. So uh, you're, you're getting back over seventeen hundred dollars, right? And it's gonna pay even if you have seventeen hundred on the spin. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. No. It's isn't that unfair? That's bullshit. Yeah. I mean, you can write it off against your win loss statements at the, at the end of the year, but it's tedious, you know. Right. Uh, I was in Barona recently, Barona, California, which, by the way, it's got an unbelievable casino there in Barona, Lakeside, California. Uh, take giant bets. A guy was betting $1,250 a spin on video poker. So he's actually betting a 10-play, $25 game. It's a, it's it's $250 a line. Um, I'm sorry, it's $125 a line. $125 a line times 10, $1,250 a spin. And he, every time he hits the button, he, if he gets a pair, he gets his money back. But yet he has a tax form. The lady has to be there with a key. She just turns it every time. So he really, he's losing money sometimes, or you know, breaking even, whatever it may be. Uh, and and, and he's, he's gets a tax form each time. Yeah, so it's kind of something, isn't it? Uh, two yeah, trips, that's crazy. Two trips ago, I seen someone dealt a royal. I posted it on my Twitter. Dealt a royal in that game. One million dollars. Oh my god! Yeah, dealt a royal for a million bucks. Yep. What's the most you've ever won in a single day? Uh, the most I ever won. Uh, the Cantor contest. I won half a million in in one. Oh my god, that was so stressful. My god, um, it was a contest where uh, you pick five games against the spread every week. It came down to the last week, the final week, and uh, it came down to one game: Pittsburgh Steelers versus Cleveland for four hundred and ninety thousand dollars. That's the biggest bet that me and my guys ever won. Biggest loss I ever lost. You won't believe it. Betting against Donald Trump on the election. I bet Hillary Clinton. Lost about forty grand on the election. I cost averaged I minus. I saved you a fortune on that one. I cost averaged minus a dollar seventy five, where where she actually went off about seven to one or eight to one favorite. As soon as Donald had that big thing on the bus when he talked about grabbing the girl and it went to seven to one, I was betting it ten thousand a pop, uh, minus one seventy five, minus two hundred, minus two fifty, and. Uh, I could have got. I could have actually got off and made a profit either way. But I just figured that there's no way that they're going to let him win. Um, and I, by the way, I, I have no side. I'm not political. I don't right, care. Me neither. Yeah, yeah I'm not I don't political. care. I don't, I don't care about it at all. If you won or lost, I don't, I don't even vote. Money. Yeah, I, I, I didn't vote. Yeah, no. uh, to be honest with you, I don't so, care. Is that off of offshore betting on yeah, that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, some of these places like DraftKings and stuff now they they be having it for this next election. So, um, yeah, that, that was my biggest loss. You mentioned earlier about New Jersey, and New York. What yeah. is Professionally, the biggest change you've seen on the sports betting since it has opened up around the country. Yeah, I'm surprised that all these states are getting into it now. It's such a small little hold, but yet uh, they sell it to them as it's going to be the answer to all their tax problems. And uh, it's such a small... Listen, Rhode Island thought they were going to be making millions of dollars off sports betting, and they found out they're making literally a hundred grand off sports right. betting. At the end of the day, it's slots is what makes money yeah. for everybody, right? Yeah. The, the, the penny, Even table the, games the, the, is not... Penny slots are number one. It's like 40% <laughs> of the revenue. So crazy. Um, you know what really is the big revenue that shocks everyone when I say it? It's the non-gaming revenue now. Right. People, you know, MGM is reporting a 65% non-gaming revenue quarter. Right. That means... 
six and a half out of ten people are coming in and paying for their rooms, paying for shows, paying for meals. And they would rather do that than, than anything. Have the nightclubs. That's yeah. included with all this big nightclub And they're money. paying $10,000 for a bottle of vodka. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> what suckers. so insane. I mean, really, imagine. I'd rather give money to a charity or a charitable cause than, right. than try to be so egotistical right. and, and, and have your money up there and, and just you know look at me. I'd rather. Isn't that a waste of money? These guys come in to blow 100 grand on bottles and stuff. It's just crazy. To, even if you have it, I, d- I don't understand. It's like, terrible. I would literally rather give it away as random acts of kindness yeah. and have so much more fun. Yeah. No, I, you know? I would. Yeah, I, I, I do. I, I, I'm very. I love raising money for charity, and uh, I do some charity stuff. My, one of my best friends is Teddy Atlas. I'm gonna stay at his house this weekend. I'm flying back tomorrow to New York. So uh, loved him on. He was on Joe Rogan maybe a year yes, ago. Yes, he was. Or earlier at this 1. year, maybe. Two million hits. He, he, he yeah. yeah. Wow. The story he told about his dad. Like he was. It was really a great, great. Check out tomorrow's. It's coming out tomorrow. This this podcast with him with Pat, this guy Patrick Bet David David Bet Patrick. This guy that he interviewed Sammy the Bull. A month oh. ago, and now he's doing Teddy. Uh, he did Teddy. It comes out tomorrow. Oh, this great thing with Sammy the Bull! Wow, I learned more stuff on the mob and mafia stuff off that Sammy the Bull two-hour conversation than I did watching any A and E documentary with Bill really? Curtis or anything. The Sammy the Sammy the Bull thing was unbelievable. So it was really good. But uh, yeah, this guy does some. So anyway, Teddy's on there. Going back to Teddy though, I was just in Staten Island last week uh, with Teddy. Uh, we, we raised money for charity. He has a charity that um, which all. All the money goes to the charity. There's no big salaries like these big corporations that, yep. that say mm-hmm. they're big charities and, and, and the CEO's getting a million dollars a year. That's not the way it works. So we raise money for the five boroughs. They're the poor kids, the poor people, people that can't afford wheelchairs when the insurance companies turn them down. Um, you know, I raised about $25,000 this year. I've raised every year twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 for the charity there. And it's kind of my way of giving back and it makes me feel good. doesn't even yeah. matter. It makes me feel good. That's, that's, that's the best thing. That's awesome. Have you had a lot of guys, uh, maybe mob guys or just whatever high-profile people, ask you for picks? And is there more pressure in giving people like certain people picks? Just happened down in the Bahamar. This guy wanted to put a hundred thousand dollars up for me. You know, he's like, and I don't, I don't, I shouldn't say he's a mob guy, but they looked like they were somebody. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "Yo, Bill, we know who you are. Come on, man, listen, we don't care about the money. Come over, walk over to the blackjack pit with me." I was like, Ugh. I was pretty close to it. They're high limit. Guy's got a couple hundred thousand in front of him. He's like, "Listen, we'll, we'll uh, listen. You pick a couple games. We'll bet. We'll bet. We'll bet the games. And if they lose, they lose. They win. We'll split it with you." I wouldn't do it. I'm not doing it. I'm just not, you know, I try not to get involved with those kind of guys, you know. I'm not, nothing against them. I, I really don't have nothing against them. Sure. I'm beating bookmakers. A lot of that, that's their business, though, a lot is is, is the bookmaking right. side. Um, so uh, they would actually say to me, listen, you beat me, kid. I'm going to pay you, but I'm going to make a lot of money with you or something. You know, like we're, we're going to make money down the line and stuff. But, um, Listen, I'm not in the Fortune 500 business, that's for sure. But I don't deal with any guys like that. You know, I, I, I'm trying to bet at casino. I bet at casinos now. Um, that's why I opened up the app too. I'm actually getting away from anything like that. Uh, they're all throwing me out and limiting to me to such small money. I'd rather have the guys bet two, three, four, five hundred dollars a game than than me having to struggle and bet five thousand and everyone throwing me out and even bet a thousand and and then look down on me and you know um, like I'm interrupting their their quarterly reports. You know, are there days where there's no no bet to make. Yes. Oh yeah. There's absolutely days. And if and you know, it's funny. It's always. I, I guarantee you that for ninety nine point nine again percent of the viewers or listeners here, um, you're always going to be betting those prime time NFL games. Got to have a bet. Can't watch a game without a bet. <laughs> right. And uh, there are so many opportunities tomorrow that I say that no. Why? Why would you have to bet? If there's no play. If if the model doesn't come up with something and say this should be a six point favorite, but it's only a three point favorite, why should I be? Now I'm gambling. Now I'm now I'm, I've joined the masses again, like I did when I was a teenager. 30-some years ago. Um, I, I have no interest in doing that. I'm looking to just to make money. And that's the reason I don't... I, I would bet with my heart, and, you know, right. I'd put the Not 200 you. on the, the Yankees. Yankees can yeah. Do yeah, the Yankees. Yeah, the Yankees yeah. are going to do this. But, you know, the one that I did make was the AFL. When the Las Vegas Gladiators came to Las Vegas, oh, yeah. a lot of the... The numbers were way off, and yes. I had followed yep. the AFL for years prior to, and 
I made a good killing. You see, you see, now you could that that's a specialized little tiny small market sport that you can make money on because you knew it was going on with the Las Vegas Gladiators or the AFL. That's what we do. Yeah. We try to actually do the same thing. We try to find these little things and exploit them. And exploit's a strong word to try to make money at them because the betting public doesn't know about it. The bookmaking public, the bookmakers don't know about it. So that's that's what we try to do. That's really it. Do you bet on UFC fights ever? Very rare. Uh, I will. Um, it's funny the the UFC fighting is the the margins are so big. You know, you're minus four to one, come back two eighty. Like I'm used to betting on something that's you know literally uh, a minus one thirty, come back one twenty. You right. know, ten cents off, not a hundred and twenty cents off. And the margins are really big. It's really hard to make. They make it really hard to win on UFC. You know, because of the margins. Right. Same thing with boxing too. Uh, boxing, same thing. You know, you, you right. look at the favorite. You got a big favorite laying. You know, you're, you're laying two and a half to one, three to one. The comeback's only two to one. Minus three, come back two. It's just not the, all that money in between is right. all the money that they make, and it's so hard to make a living betting with with all that wide margins. With UFC fights, and for me, I mean, it's my personal taste. Sports across the board. I always tell everyone, just take the dog every time. Take the dog. I don't like betting on the money on on the line for NFL. I always bet money line, but only the dog. UFC, this is UFC or okay. even like football. Okay. Like I always just say, take the don't do the point spread because I hate the point spread because yeah. I hate when funky shit happens when there's yeah. 30 seconds left and they take a knee when they could just kick the field goal yeah. or yeah. whatever and just take the underdog and I feel like over the body of work over a year or a season I feel like you'd come out ahead because if you, every time you hit a 3-1 to one or 4-1 to one dog you can go over 4. Number one thing you do is line shop. Have your line shop. Make sure you line shop. You have to have a lot more than just one sports book. You walk into South Point and that's what you're going to bet the South Point line. No. We have apps in every single casino in town here. Have an app on every single sports book. Know what the lines are. You know you're going to take plus three on a game. Let, let's use your money line. I'll take plus two ten on a game where I want to take plus two forty on the same game. Over right. the long haul, that little thirty cents extra is going to make you a lot of money. So you have to shop the lines. Why? Why would you just bet it? You know, just be satisfied with the one sports book you're in. Right. Absolutely not. Look at the William Hill. Look at the stations. Look at the coast. I just gave you the three square sports books in this town. William Hill, stations, coast. Have money in all three of those. I guarantee you, you'll see those dog prices better there than anywhere else in the world. And Why that, is that? Because they have all squares betting. And what are they betting? The favorite. i got to bet the Patriots in the over. I love them <laughs> two teams. I'm not going to root for no scoring. It's such a negative thing. Right. So they have, let's just face it, they have all square Las Vegas. Their locations, every swing and dick is coming in there, and they're betting the favorites. I love that I can curse. But yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> See? It's yeah. Not a lot better yeah. than I never uh, do that. shit over at the I South Point. Huh? No F-bombs over no. there. No. Yeah, in Brent's like, studio. Yeah, my man. No, Brent. I love it over there. I did a commercial uh, for them today. Did you? You should have heard me doing Manscaped, which is a... Oh, yeah, yeah sure, the sure. Back, oh, oh, my yeah. God. The, 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 yeah, I, I had to say something like, why trust anything else with your family jewels? Manscaped. <laughs> it was just so funny. I was like, you know, uh, anyway. That yeah. studio over there at South Point is incredible. Hey. The, that, Michael just, Gorn's all in. He just to do took that, out like slots. be a pioneer like that, and go. Yep, let's do what it. What a vision! He yeah. took out all the slot machines. He's like, yeah, put a studio there. Yeah, you know, the place is making a million a year. That Have you seen it? Thing. I haven't. Oh, I haven't it's it. amazing. They, they we'll a, go in the middle of the comes. slot floor, they built a studio and put, took out slot machines for the studio. Yeah. His vision long term is uh, Visa making money. Yeah, I'm on there every week. I, I love it. I, I try to give out good information. Try to talk about. It. It's an unscripted program, just like this. There's nothing prepared. I hate when someone will give me questions. Crack. Here's the eight questions it's terrible just, just 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 talk just talk i'll, I'll, I'll come right back. and if i don't like the question you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna actually ignore it and take you in a different direction <laughs> to a different <laughs> you know what I, know? I do it without you even knowing you know just that that's when all those street smarts and the common sense come yeah. in place how long are you in town now for the well i, I mean I, I live here i've been here 16 years oh, but right okay but, but, but i feel like you've been spending a lot I of time do. back east this season i've been spending a ton okay. of time back in jersey tomorrow i'm flying to new york uh and i'm on, you're right i'm on a one-way ticket I just told, See? I just told some bullshit. people I'm on a one-way ticket. I'll when be you back come back. when I come back. I don't know. 
I'll be back for, I don't even know, you know, a um, little bit depressing kind of time. I usually don't talk about depressing stuff, but, you know, I've, I've lost both my parents now, an old-fashioned Italian mother. She was so into the holiday and, and, and throwing a, a literally an antipasta bigger than this blackboard in here. And, and, and Thanksgiving was a big thing. Christmas Eve was a big thing. The Feast yeah. of the Seven Fishes. And, and uh, so I, I don't have them no more. I don't have that, that, that thing. So I'm kind of almost taken off this year uh, of holidays. So I'm just, uh, I'm just, uh, just, just. Going and you know, going to do what I'm going to do and bet some sports, try to make some money, try to sh- uh, share the wealth, share the. And uh, you know, it's funny. Um, Teddy's wife today called me on the phone. She goes, "Listen, you're spending Christmas Eve with us then." And I said, uh, "Her name's Elaine." I said, "Elaine, it's so nice." That's my mom's you. name. Is it? That, that's that's Teddy's wife, Elaine. I said, "Elaine, I said I'm gonna. Uh, I really appreciate it though, but I'm gonna actually this year I'm going to my nieces and spending it with my two nieces. They're 18 and 16, and that's the fun time there. I'm gonna go to Baltimore and and uh, yeah, just something different. Just try." You know, do something different this year, and and uh, you know, I, I say negative, but I had great years with my mom. You know, yeah. my mom. Uh, people don't have those things where they have such a loving, close, touch, feely relationship. You know, uh, my parents were the type that can say "I love you." Most some kids don't even get, get their parents saying "I love you" ever. Right. Uh, we're everywhere now. I used to get pissed when I was on the phone. Dad, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. Well, you know, make sure you call me at twelve to make sure you're home. This is by the way. We know. This I'm is, going through this right we now. Have do those you parents. understand? That this is up until my father passed three years ago. Make sure you call when your flight lands back in Vegas. Absolutely. Yep. So call me when you get me to take a jacket. Mm-hmm. You know, my yeah, dad tells me jacket. take a jacket. Right. I'll be fifty next year. Un- take a jacket. Yeah, I was going to say if you're here December 19, 2021, 20, 22, he's here at oh, South Point. Cool. Come I, back. One of these days. You know. You see. You see what said. I told you back know, in the air. So I'm I know. Take my we mom. tried. I know. And, and, and my mom got never, sick. She, he I was know. here. I bet she was here last November. Yeah. I bet you because she got sick then. I was going to surprise her. Take yeah, her back. We I spoke. Met, yeah. I met your dad at the airport 20 years ago in Vegas here uh, with my wife. We were leaving at the time, and uh, I say, hey, Tony Orlando, what are you doing? And he said something about, I think I told you this, he said something about his mom. Yep. He said, oh, I got to go back to see mom or something. This is like 20, maybe 25 years ago. Yeah. Got to go back to see mom. In the year. And 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 uh, so I knew what kind of person he was right away. He was so nice and so warm. Um, you know, it's, it's great to meet you. Great to know you. Great to meet you, too. Uh, it's, it's a fun By the show, way, fun uh, before we go, uh, Adam's dad right. was my dad's publicist. Frank Lieberman was my dad's publicist back in the heyday. Wow. He was also Elvis's publicist and Siegfried and Roy, wow. and among others. But you I, know, I tell you, isn't that something? Elvis is, I listen, there's, there's three shows I wish I would have seen in my lifetime. Uh, that's one of them. Elvis. Elvis, Liberace, and believe it or not, Louis Prima. I would have loved <laughs> to have seen those shows uh, back here in town. And just, you know, living where I live now, I look down at that place. I live at Turnberry, so I look down sure. over at, just last at night, the Hilton. Last night was great. Last night there was a fog out that was unbelievable, and it was hovering around the top floor of the Hilton. And I told Kelly, I said, Kel, look at that. That's like Elvis coming back, just the, uh-huh. the lights coming through. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I, I can't get enough Elvis. I'm an Elvis nut. Uh, I took my parents, thank God, took my parents to Graceland um, and, and became an Elvis fan that day. I was never really an Elvis fan. He was okay. I took my parents to Graceland, and I walked through Grace on the beautiful tour, and he's buried in the backyard. And I'm like, wow, I didn't know this. I became a giant Elvis fan that day. I'm so happy I was able to take my parents there and and, and, and have some good... You know, my parents were very hard-working, blue-collar people. They didn't have enough money to send me to college. Thank God, by the way, because if I, I could never do what I do now. Um, so I kind of gave back to them for the last 20 years Absolutely. of their life and always took them around. Every year, where do you want to go on vacation, Mom? I don't care where it is. Want to go to Italy? Let's go. Get on a, let's, we're all going to Italy. Whatever it may be. Uh, I always try to do the right things for them, and the Elvis trip made me an Elvis fan, and I can't get enough. I'm on YouTube watching every single thing on Elvis um, that's out there. So that's interesting, right? That- well, my dad, back in the day, would actually go into the lines outside of the show right. and pick a handful of attractive women to bring with him because he used to sit dead center, wow. front, wow. and Elvis would come out and always almost rate the girls Why that he? my dad was <laughs> Of course with. he would. These yeah. things come out later in life about Elvis like that with the, with the girls. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was Elvis. He was yeah. Elvis. What are you going to do? Yeah, but no one ever knew that stuff. No one no. ever knew them, kind of that, that side of him and stuff. He loved girls. He did. He did. But the new specials that are out there, Priscilla talks about it. Listen, he loved his girls. Yeah. But I got to tell you one more Elvis story. Yeah. So my, my mom will tell this one. They were, I want to say it was the... Um, Hilton Wine Village in, in Hawaii. Yeah. And my dad, my mom, and Elvis, and one of his young ladies was sitting there, and Elvis and the lady uh, disappeared. And shortly afterwards, my mom or dad said, we're going to say goodbye. So they went into the room. They were reading the Bible. 
Wow. He was reading the Bible wow. to her. Isn't huh. that something? When you think of right, what a right. good person he was, though, too. He was so generous. With, that's why I love him, too. So generous with people when he passed away. Less than $2 million was his net worth. I mean, Priscilla, they made it that, that, that Graceland into the tours and stuff. Absolutely. What a great person. I love the kind of person he was yeah. more than anything. He was a very genuine, warm soul, and that means more to me than anything else. Uh, monetarily, superficially, I, I, that's, that's my guy. I love Elvis. Yeah. Genuine, warm soul. Yeah. Just like you, Bill Krakenberger. Absolutely. You are a good man. Try to be. You guys got it so hot in here. I'm not going to tie you on the witness stand. I know. We're out of here. Let's get out of here. I'm going to tie you on the witness stand. Man, <laughs> thanks for doing this. Please do it again. Anytime. All right. Drop the mic, guys. Drop the mic. All we'll good. see you next week. Thanks.